You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get back to BetQL's You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley, presented by BetMGM. All right, just the update on the Ravens and the Titans. Uh, Baltimore, as Ken said they would, just like, yeah, hey, you're going to run it a couple times into the teeth of this excellent Titan. Like, the one thing the Titans do well as a team is defend the run. So the Ravens go three and out. They punt it back to Tennessee. Tennessee has it inside their own 10 as they begin the drive. Still 18-3 to three Ravens, about 12 minutes to play here in the third quarter. Actives and inactives coming up 20 minutes from now. But right now, we talk about all the game side in total and all the line movement week six NFL Sunday. Ken did a great job in the last segment detailing, like, some of the weather situations. We might have some hashtag normal football games to be played where we thought they might be hashtag fake games uh let's start ken in cleveland with the browns and the niners where i guess kind of like the only abnormal thing about the game right now is you know pj walker is going to start a quarterback for cleveland not deshaun watson we'll do more on it this week when we have more time to get into the nuance and the complexity of it but like the the public like tug of war between deshaun watson and his camp and the browns and the media highly interesting but what we know right now is that he won't play against what looks like to be the best team in the national football league the san francisco 49ers ken where do we stand side in total with the browns and the niners so this was a side in total that was going entirely in one direction the entire week, and it was doing so because of the Watson injury status combined with the potential for inclement weather. So, you know, again, like you're listening, I, I try to say this all the time, like I'm I'm not really the expert. It just you th- think about this news. What do you think is going to happen? Like Deshaun may not play. Also, it might rain a lot and be windy. Okay, like who's going to get favored more? Probably the Niners. Where's the total going to go in the game? way down <laughs> those those two things have happened the entire week uh the niners opened basically a five five and a half point favorite in this game on the road remember they were off the dallas sunday night game where they played really well so there was going to be a lot of interest and bullishness on them anyway so it's a pretty big number to lay on the road uh and then we found out deshaun may not play and then this got really crazy so throughout the course of the week got bet up through seven eight and a half nine actually touched ten and a half very briefly when watson was officially declared out late this week and now we're kind of back to nine and a half a couple tens on the board so the niners and this is just not something you see all the time the browns have designs still on making the playoffs this year they were a highly rated team in the betting market coming into the season and in the first few weeks and they are a 10 point underdog on the uh, at home to san francisco a 10 point home dog with a team like that just not something you see all the time but that's how good the niners have been and that's pj walker starting a quarterback and that's what you get in combination so the consensus number is like nine and a half on the niners but there are a couple tens on the board the total i mentioned weather and how it's kind of turned around the forecast in a couple places so in chicago you saw the total get bet up a little bit in seattle cincinnati you saw the total get bet up a little bit because weather may not be a thing Okay, like weather may not be a thing here too. Also, the total's still just getting blasted under. So it's like, oh, the, oh, the weather's going to be great. Great. Now it's 31 nothing Niners instead of 26 nothing Niners or something like that. Uh, the total opened 41, got to about 36 and a half, 37 
then this morning 36 and there's actually a 35 and a half now on the board in a couple places so strong under still with the threat of weather but i think it's going to end up being okay more just a play against obviously pj walker and this really inept browns offense We'll get to the Vikings and the Bears in a second. Just like a couple notes on the live game right now. Ryan Tannehill was brought down by Justin Matabuke a couple plays ago, clearly favoring his leg. Like, I'm going to say it. I'm not a doctor. He ain't 100% clearly favoring his leg, got blasted on the next play, roughing the passer, and then uh, Derrick Henry takes a direct snap and runs like 60 yards now. First and goal, Titans. Tannehill remains in. NFL Network is starting to show Malik Willis on the sideline for Tennessee, who has his helmet on. So Tannehill in for now. First and goal, Titans, 18-3. The Ravens still can. And, hold and worth noting, the, the Henry play was a wildcat. That was a direct snap play, too. So Tannehill wasn't even taking the snap on that play. Uh Tell us what's happening, Ken, with the Vikings and the Bears in Chicago. Obviously, no Justin Jefferson for at least four to six weeks for the Vikings. And just like worth noting that there was a report from Adam Schefter yesterday, just because we did a ton of this on the show, and it doesn't affect your handicap of this game, but it might affect like how you feel about like Vikings mindset or something going forward. I guess the report from Adam Schefter was basically that Kirk Cousins, the Vikings quarterback, at this moment is not going to waive his no trade clause. Uh, basically, like. It's, it's it's written i won't even i don't even want to read the wording because it's like we're doing the game handicap just like as of right now he's not going to wave his no claim trade clause would kind of be the right way to put it because well, you Penn, know it nothing was really would ever like it was like it yeah. was like it was basically like kirk cousins is not going to wave his no trade clause dot 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 at this very moment <laughs> right so so okay cool uh october 15th 11 25 a.m eastern time not going to wave the no trade clause also, they're playing a football game today where they might lose and they would have 0% chance to make the playoffs and the Jets might lose to the Eagles and the Jets might really want a quarterback. So like all these things are possible. Also, the Jets have a bye next week. So just whatever. And the trade deadline's in 16 days. Uh, anyway, Cousins going to start this game. Jefferson's not. And the Vikings uh, were about a three-point favorite on the road in Chicago. And what we've seen, obviously, the total get bet up a little bit because the weather may not be that bad. 44 and a half now the total and rising. And then what we're also seeing, I think, as a result of that is, oh, you mean like weather's not going to be as big of a deal and scoring might be a little more? Cool, then maybe this Vikings passing offense can cook a little bit in the game and maybe they're going to win by margin. And that's what you're seeing. The Vikings threes have been getting bet everywhere this morning. Three and a half has appeared on the board in a couple places. So you're basically seeing the Vikings take money as the threat of weather goes away and the total gets bet up. Those things are kind of moving in combination. You would assume for prop purposes that Jordan Addison fills in Whatever that means for, however you can fill in for Justin Jefferson, he's going to kind of give it his best shot today. So Vikings getting bet over getting bet a little bit. And the, uh, and the mask, the mask is speaking to me. Is oh, it, boy. is it purple goblin time for KJ oh, Osborne? No. We'll find out in thy Royal Prop King segment coming up next hour on the show. You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Countdown to kick off week six NFL Sunday. Uh, Titans send out the field goal unit here on fourth and goal to make it yeah, what else is new? to six. Yeah. I'm I just like, I, and, and also, have I mentioned that Tannehill's clearly not 100% right now? Uh, Ken, what about the Bengals and the Seahawks in Cincinnati? Seahawks off their bye. Yeah, really interesting game where, you know, I know you do a lot of media during the week, and, and I do some too, and I, I get asked... You know, I've been asked about the Bengals, I feel like, every single week for about a month. I, I think everybody kind of wants them to be a thing, wants them to be back to, like, a good team that we get to watch every week and, you know, a chance to win the Super Bowl. Everybody likes Joe Burrow, wants him to do really well. You have these alternating data points on them, though, that are just really confusing. They play Tennessee. This ten I Remember, we're talking about Tennessee right now. They're playing right now, getting smashed. But, okay, this team 
abused Cincinnati two weeks ago. Like ran the ball all over them, one by margin against Burrow, and then Burrow goes to Arizona last week, which has been the uh, sort of the the salve for a lot of quarterbacks this uh this this season. Go there, play really really well. He and Jamar Chase play awesome. So you have these consecutive games where they're just like, what is Cincinnati? Like what is this? Like lose to, by a million to Tennessee and then beat Arizona on the road by a lot. I, I kind of feel like there's a push and pull among betters too about what this is going to be. Like Cincinnati's been three, a three-point home favorite basically the whole week. And this three has been kind of pushed and pulled and tugged in both directions from people who I think are like, nah, that was just Arizona. Cincinnati still stinks. Or no, actually like Burrow had a really healthy week of practice. He's back and they're about to go on by and then he's going to start playing really well. So it's still three. But I just feel like it's not its not a three that hasn't moved a lot. It's a three that's just gone kind of like back and forth both ways. But I think a lot of kind of differing opinion on what Cincinnati's going to be the rest of the season. Uh, also worth noting, as I mentioned, weather may not be a thing. This is really actually might just be a normal football game versus the other two places, versus Cleveland and versus Chicago. Total 45 and a half right now. Worth noting, like, yes, Burrow played really well. Also, the Bengals defense really 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 bad to start the year bottom third in dvoa uh bad on third down one of the worst in the league like that that also may be why people like the over in this game so currently bengal still three but we're kind of moving around all different directions and we should be finding out in minutes if T. Higgins is going to be active or not for Cincinnati. The expectation is he will, based on overnight reports from NFL insiders. We will bring you that information when we get it with the actives and inactive segments coming up in a little bit. Uh, Ken, let's move on to some of the hashtag normal games today. Not going to be affected by weather, we think at least. And let's go to the Sin City, right, where Vegas and Josh McDaniels host Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. And maybe it'll be Mac Jones for 60 minutes, Ken. But maybe it won't. What do we have here on New England with Mac Jones? And what do, have we seen the, yeah. the side in total move as a result? Yeah, I, mean, I love how it's like, well, here's a game. Weather, I mean, if weather impacts this game, you know, build an arc or something. I mean, that's really might be a problem here. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're in Vegas. And uh, they've been holding mostly as three-point favorites this week. But, again, a game where it hasn't been quiet. Like, there's been a lot of interest in both sides. This has gone down to two and a half at varying points during the week. So the Raiders only favored by two and a half. And I think a lot of people we've had on the show, if you were to ask us, hey, you know, you guys have a lot of guests on during the week, smart people, in some cases professional bettors make their living doing this. Is there a consensus opinion among all of them about what they like this week? You're, you, I, you raise your hand, the first thing you would say would be like 100% of them like the Patriots in this game, which is just kind of interesting because, you know, they got smoked last week and the week before, and Mac Jones may not finish the game at quarterback. You know, apparently like short leash is basically the term that's being used for Mac Jones. It's just worth noting like, okay, if it's not him, you might your mind might immediately be like, oh, well, it's Bailey Zappi. Like what we've seen, you know, with Zabby warming up, he came in a little bit against the Cowboys. Like, oh, that's what it's going to be. Well, they also have Will Greer on their roster. People, college fans remember from way back in the day at West Virginia for a little bit transferred. Then you obviously get him drafted by the Carolina Panthers and he kind of meanders over to New England. Never really, I was on Dallas for a little bit. Never really someone who's like gotten a shot or like shown maybe that he should be a starter. So that's another one of your options. Then you've also got Malik Cunningham and people don't remember that name, sort of like a preseason urban legend for the new england patriots a guy who like came in in a preseason game and popped and got a lot of attention for doing so also it was a preseason game played wide receiver and quarterback at louisville in his college career and he uh basically was elevated from the practice squad and then correct me if i'm wrong also like signed to an official contract 
to be on the 53-man roster, so, something like so that, like in, more yes. than just elevated. So he's in. Right. Correct. You're 100% right. right about that as it right. concerns just, Malik Cunningham. Sometimes the semantics of it are, are a little, little dense for me, but just like something a little bizarre, like not just, ah, this guy's up for a week. Like, no, no, no. Like now Malik Cunningham's on the New England Patriots. Do we see Greer a little bit? Do we see Malik Cunningham? And like, what are they running with him? And it's the Raiders. And it's like, I, I know the Raiders are a laughing stuff because of McDaniels as a coach. Like you have Max Crosby chasing around these guys. Like this could be a disaster. Like how, how many, how much is Mac Jones really playing? Also, do they have to be down a lot for him to get pulled? Are the Raiders ever going to be up a lot on anybody to create that situation? Just kind of a bizarre setup, like not a normal game by any means. Raiders are though holding as about a three point favorite. The total in the game hasn't moved all week, despite all the quarterback rumors, despite everything I just said, 41 and a half has been the total basically every day. So Raiders three, 41 and a half, and who knows who plays quarterback for New England for the entire game. And just something to keep in mind if you're like asking yourself that question, like who would come in for the Patriots? And I don't know that this definitely gives you the answer, at the end of the preseason, the Patriots cut both Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham. Both went through waivers, no one claimed them, and the Patriots signed both of them back. So that, uh, my guess is that it would be Greer and that Cunningham's got a package of plays like where he doesn't even necessarily need to be the quarterback to get the ball. Remember, this team needs juice. Also, they might have Tyquan Thornton active today. We'll do all of this coming up in the Prop King segment. I have lots of thoughts on it. Also, Lamar Jackson I bet just you threw do. a brutal— I, yeah. I know, I do. <laughs> Lamar Jackson just threw a brutal pick that I actually think might have been Rashad Bateman's fault, like stopping on a route. Obviously, like, we're doing the show, so I'm not, like, watching the game intently. But the Titans have it first and 10 on the Ravens 25, down by 12. So an opportunity to uh, to draw closer. The Titans have now Lamar Jackson right. picked off by Draw Tennessee. closer, a.k.a. settle for another field goal. <laughs> a.k.a. they'll be down by – they're down by two possessions now. In about two minutes, they'll still be down by two possessions. Uh, <laughs> down by 12 here. Uh, let's do the Eagles and the Jets coming up next here in the uh, Jersey Meadowlands, Ken, and I'll give I'll give the injury stuff here, and you can tell us what's happening. Sure. For the Jets, both of their starting quarterbacks are out. We knew DJ Reed had not cleared concussion protocol. He is out, and Sauce Gardner, concussion added to the injury report on Friday. He was ruled out yesterday, so no Sauce, no DJ Reed. It'll be backup cornerback starting against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. That feels like a problem. And for the Philadelphia Eagles, like if you wanted to make a bull case here for the Jets being able to score, Jalen Carter out on the Eagles defensive line, their number one corner Darius Slay out also helping the matchup for Garrett Wilson where if you kind of believe in Zach Wilson and this offense a little bit there's a case to be made Ken for the Jets to keep this game close what do we see here side in total how has the betting market reacted to all of this news yeah and, and worth noting uh you might be like Man, Zach Wilson like really and it's like well the, the Chiefs game two weeks ago a nice indicator and a very misleading score against Denver how many goal to go trips did they have against Gen uh, the Jets offense five goal to go possessions uh, the Jets uh, last week against Denver ended up settling for field. I mean, just a team that honestly should have scored like 50 points on the Broncos defense last week. So the point is they're moving the ball a lot consecutive weeks. And yeah, coming to this game, home game against a team that's down a couple defensive players. It's at least interesting. It is worth noting, though, we've got all these defensive injuries, right? You've got the, the top two corners for the Jets out. You got Slay out, who probably was going to shadow Garrett Wilson. Maybe he would, maybe he wouldn't. But like an impactful player. Jalen Carter's been a very impactful player for the Eagles defensive line. And yet, despite that, total absolutely zippo movement while all of this was being announced while all this was going on uh nothing on the over which is kind of interesting and it's a really low total too 42 and a half that's where we opened imagine a total that opens in a place three of the four starting corners are declared out and the market still keeps the total at 42 and a half. like no one's betting into it to bet the over i just think that's kind of interesting and uh don't really know what to do with that because i, I kind of like the over in the game now at 42 and a half with that all that being true uh, also we're noting the side in the game there was tremendous interest in the eagles 
at the start of the week when the market opened six and a half before we knew any of this injury stuff, right? Sauce was going to play, Slay was going to play, maybe Carter was going to play. There was interest in the Eagles when they opened six and a half. This got up to seven very fast early in the week. And then the injury report has kind of drawn this back off seven again, kind of a muddled injury report for both sides. Maybe the game will be a little closer. It is a low total too for what it's worth. So Eagles six and a half is the number in the market right now and the total 42 and a half and holding despite all the injuries we just told you about. We'll see if this total gets bent up a little bit as we approach kickoff. We'll, we'll be off the air for it, obviously. But like both teams have been brutal, not just the Jets. The Eagles also brutal in the red zone. Way too many field goal attempts for Jake Elliott thus far this season, even though the Eagles are undefeated. Coming up next, all the actives and inactives, the betting and the fantasy impacts. We're starting to get lots of news coming in. We'll keep you updated on what's happening with the Ravens and the Titans. And there's a couple more games we need to talk about in terms of line movements, including the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. It's all coming up next to wrap up our number one.